up with a new episode, a new speaker. Uh, today we are going to talk about uh, the most important department in your company or in your industry that is an HR department or a company that helps you recruit the skilled person that you need in your department to grow. So stay tuned uh, for more information about the speaker just after this video. So yes, uh, uh, today's speaker is an entrepreneur. She is a woman. She is a mom. Uh, she is an author, and she uh, is a speaker. She is a public speaker as well. She has been conducting trainings all around, and she has twenty-five plus years of experience in this field. So today, uh, well, let's welcome Smita Goswami from HR Solutions. She will be, uh, you know, giving us more insights about how the uh, automation has helped in HR processes and all the other things. Welcome. Welcome, Smita, ma'am. How are you? I'm fine, Iman. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm glad yeah. to be here with you. Uh, it's a delight to have you here. And thank you for taking out time in the busy schedule. So, uh, Smita, ma'am, as you know, we talk about entrepreneurs and we talk about digitization of the processes that they have done in their businesses uh, in the last 10, 20 years. So uh, let's start with the top. Um, uh, like, why uh, why did you choose to go in this particular industry before twenty four years prior to this uh, to solve this issue of uh, manpower? Uh, so there's a very interesting story. Um, I was actually employed with the corporate world, and I was in the banking fraternity, and I had to relocate from Mumbai to Baroda. And okay. when I relocated, I had a lot of problems getting an opportunity for myself. Okay. So I thought that if I had that problem, there were a lot of other people who had the same problem. And I decided to get into recruitments where I felt that, you know, talent should be respected and talent should be found. So that's the reason why I started uh, almost 24 years back. Um, that, you know, there should be enough opportunities available for people and for corporates and companies. So that's why I started. Agreed, agreed. So it, it has been an indeed journey for you. So uh, so what kind of challenges you have faced in all this 25 years and how you have, uh, you know, overcome those? Uh, yeah, the journey has been like a roller coaster ride. Uh, there have been a lot of ups and downs. Um, I had to start from scratch. Uh, I have, in fact, before the pandemic itself, and now we have worked from home, but uh, I've always worked from home. So it was, uh, I worked from my dining table for 17 years while I okay. set up the organization. Okay. Uh, it was, it was very easy to give up at any point of time. I have faced uh, economic slowdowns. I have faced um, you know, issues like, uh, you know, no staff myself being in the recruitment industry as well. Uh, then, of course, uh, I, I have the privilege of being mom. So two kids came along. I have two wonderful okay. sons. 
So okay. uh, playing my role as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, as a daughter-in-law also takes uh, took me away for a little while from my dream, uh, dream that I had of having an excellent company. But uh, I just kept at it. I've taken two days off. Uh, the two days that I delivered my two sons, and that's it. Okay. Otherwise, I've worked oh. every day of my life. And uh, now, thankfully, I have a wonderful team that supports me. And Nimal, like you know, I have an all-woman team. Yes. For the yes. last 24 years, I have an all-woman team. So um, I've got a lot of support on the way. But yes, there were challenges. There were challenges of operating space. There were challenges of uh, economic slowdown, like I talked about, industry issues. Um, availability of teams, so you can see I have seen it all in seen 20 all. years uh, okay, as far as running an organization is concerned. So, uh, I, related to this, so, uh, so that that's uh, really, uh, you know, you have been published in Women Entrepreneur last, uh, I think last month or so, as uh, I think your article was there. So, uh, apart from, uh, you know, having an all-women team, as a as a woman entrepreneur, what kind of challenges you have faced in the you know fraternity in the you know uh, you know might closing up the business or you know uh, you know getting people you know getting trust on your brand or as an individual? Did you face any challenges in th those sort of uh, you know areas? Uh, to be honest, Hemant, no, I have not faced any problem. In fact, I found people to be more forthcoming, I found people giving me more opportunities, uh, I found people uh, helping me in my cause, I found, okay. uh, so I found supporters all throughout, all throughout. I don't think that people, uh, any, uh, never did and uh, even now don't have a bias towards women. This is what I have experienced and I'll be honest with it. In fact, people have gone out of their way to make sure that I achieve my dream, whether it's my family, whether it's my clients, whether it's my team. So I've got support from all places. And that's why I feel even more indebted that I should take that forward, pay it forward to women. And that, you know, they should get that platform that they can uh, achieve what they dream of. True, true, true. Really, really, really. no challenges. Everybody's been a big fan and a big supporter. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, as a lovely person, you are definitely. I am also a fan of yours. You are Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. So let's talk about your book. Uh, you know, I think it's one of the best seller books on Amazon as well. So yes. let's just give us a brief about uh, why. How first of all, how did you get a time to write a book? That's the biggest question I have. So the one thing I did was I implemented technology to my level best. So I make sure that, you know, if there's any technology out there, uh, I would want to implement it in my team. And I would like to share that, you know, during the pandemic, uh, my organization, we went virtual. And now we've taken a decision to be virtual and continue the way we are. So using technology to, um, to the hilt is, is what I believe in. Uh, the second thing is that um, don't just build team, build leaders within your team. So I have a fabulous team which supports me. And because they are so great at what they do, I have all the time in the world to write a book, to uh, give keynote speeches, to make an impact. 
So that's how it works. You so guys, invest hiring, time in building leaders. That's what so you the, need. To. So the takeaway is hiring a skilled person is the most important thing in your organization. So hiring a skilled person and giving them the confidence that they can manage what they're supposed to do. Uh, giving them the background, the security, that giving them the training. I believe that leadership, is, you're not a born leader and it can absolutely be learned. Correct. So Correct. developing leaders, investing time in people is what gives me the time to pursue what is my passion at, at any point of time. Right. So that's how I got the time to write the book, take the company virtual, uh, okay. expand operations all at the same time and um, I have uh, you know now coming to the book I wanted to share that also yes. so the book is about family run businesses and the challenges that they face okay. and um, there's a reason why I wrote this book this book is actually you can say 20 years in the making because uh, uh, I've had failures so hmm. I've learned from my failures. While I was consulting with a lot of clients, I felt that uh, you know we cannot just uh, directly cut, copy, paste policies which work in large organizations. They will never work in a in a startup, or they will never work in a family-run business as well. Correct. So uh, when I failed, I, I tried to go back that, you know, what is it that is different? And that gave me an insight that, yes, um, a startup, a mid-level organization, a small organization, a large corporate, all are different beings. Okay. And we should respectfully treat them that way. Uh, the second thing is that uh, my husband, uh, he's, he's part <clears throat> of a family-run business and I've had the opportunity oh. to observe it as a spouse, as a non-working member, you know, what exactly goes uh, in a, a family-run business. And last but not the least, I'm a mother. I have two sons and I would yeah. love if they joined the family business. So I have a very unique perspective, almost 180 degree perspective towards family-run businesses as a professional, as right. a non-working spouse member, as a mother. So I feel that all the knowledge and experience that I have, why not share that with the world so that you know we can have businesses prosper, do much better than they what they're doing. And if they're struggling, there's a you know there is a person who can hold their hand and take them through it. So that's the reason for writing the book. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I I, I know a couple of people who are you know second generation entrepreneurs and they have their own challenges as I had my own challenges when I started by my own. So yeah, I agree, definitely. So uh, coming back to uh, our, uh, you know, innovations and uh, hustles that we are doing it, our, you know, in your industry as a, uh, you have implemented multiple processes, um, you know, uh, the hiring or the recruitment processes, what kind of uh, innovations you have been doing in that industry and to streamline those processes? Yeah, thank you for asking that question, Imad. So uh, I would say we we have changed the way we work in the last two and a half years. Okay. Um, right from uh, hiring people for our own team uh, so that we can support our clients in, when they want to hire manpower. We are now hiring across India. Okay. Um, our hiring process, our induction process, our training process, our engagement process is completely done virtually. 
So we okay. use technology for uh, for communication. We use uh, various software for project management. We use our own. Uh, we've created our own uh, applicant tracking system. So we are in the right place to support our clients. Uh, we've also invested in creating analytics and dashboards. So what we do is that we give frequent reports to our clients as to you know what is the status of their hiring piece. Uh, we're collecting uh, feedback, uh, testimonials of satisfied clients and candidates um, again through an app and making sure that it is published. Uh, we are trying to increase our presence on social media uh, okay. for, uh, you know, right from MIS to finance, to marketing, to branding, to hiring people, we're doing everything, everything online. online. And uh, it's our target to make sure that these processes work for a period of three years. And that way we can, you know, share that, you know, we've successfully working as a virtual organization for three years paperless organization everything is on the cloud everything is digital everything is virtual that's so right from our interviews oh, to yeah. our reporting to our branding to our sourcing everything okay. is online so yeah so when you said you are you know you are conducting interviews and you know screening processes so uh, what are the top three skills that you look for uh, in a candidate when you are hiring so i, I know it, so they have all the skills they need for the particular job but apart from that what are the qualities or maybe what are the things you are looking for when you hire for someone so a uh, lot of things have changed post the pandemic now companies are looking out for people who are technology savvy okay. who are ready to adopt changes because you know you uh, you never know what new things are going to come up so we call them as power skills this is something uh, that's coming up recently that what is the power that a person is going to bring to the job so they have the academic qualification they have the experience etc but what power are they bringing so um, how technology savvy they are how ready are they able to adapt to change Okay. and how good a people person they are these three things i feel are power skills and these are three things uh, which every client looks out for uh, <laughs> and even we make sure that uh, that's something that we advise our candidates that you know uh, whenever you are representing yourself okay. try and showcase these three skills and that's when you will have an edge over the other people who are also applying for the same job so these are the top three skills. Perfect, perfect. So, uh, so in our organization, when we are hiring, we are just looking at one skill. Can they learn? <laughs> because our industry is changing every six months, and the technology is changing every six months. So, I completely agree that you know intention to change is something that one should look for. Uh, uh, Smita, ma'am, there are you know due to this pandemic and after the pandemic, uh, you know, has gone or maybe has you know downgraded there is a lot of attrition in our industry in our particular uh, software industry so why is that and uh, how one should control it you know so Imad, you're right uh, but what i feel is that this is a 
supply and demand issue, really. Um, Post pandemic, a lot of companies have invested in, like how we have, in a lot of infrastructure relating to software. Uh, banks, uh, most financial companies are now trying to operate on a digital space. Correct. So uh, this this has been going on for the last, I think, seven to eight years, where a lot of companies have, you know, tried to be on the virtual space, on the digital space. And they are trying to build their capabilities to do that. And that's making the software professionals, um, you know, in a very high demand. Currently, when we come across a software prof uh, professional, they have four offers on hand. Uh, their demand is 100 to 150% increment on their current package. Uh, they would like, um, and there was a recent survey that only 5% of software professionals want to work from an office. They want flexibility True. to work from home. So, uh, uh, honestly, the professionals are in demand and they know it. The they companies know. also realize that they cannot uh, you know, work without them and the companies are willing to give in to their demands. So there are a few who are spoiling, I would say, the software professionals rotten. And um, it's it's very important, uh, you know, that eventually uh, there have to be a mid-path where the software professionals will have to meet the organization or the corporate, uh, corporate mid-way. Uh, so it's a very heated market right now. Um, and there are a lot, but I believe that it will stabilize over a period okay. of time. Okay. And that's when uh, commitment to the organization, wanting to further your career path, etc., will take over uh, okay. a, a software professional. Once they have that in mind, I believe that there's a lot of stability. Okay. Initially, a lot of software professionals want to explore. Uh, they have the age on their side, and they can go ahead and do it. Um, honestly, the only way that you can curb attrition, uh, and that we've, we've experienced that, is if you make your employee feel valued. So okay. it's not just about the salary that you give them, it's not about the project that you give them. If you can recognize them for the okay. work that they're doing, if you can help them uh, you know, learn new skills or grow in their career, or they feel fulfilled at the end of the day, that's when you will have a stable team, a hmm. team which likes to work with each other. And that's how you curb attrition. So earlier, the carrot was give them more money. And, uh, you know, that's it. That's how people are going to stay. But honestly, it doesn't work like that. Because it's not about the money. It's about the recognition and whether the employee feels valued in your company. Hmm. So that's a top tip that... Um, Go ahead, make them feel valued. valued. Make them feel that uh, you know they are important uh, for the project. Help them grow in their career, and I guess that's what's going to curb uh, attrition, if any. Only when there is no engagement, that's when people are so easily willing to leave uh, their teams, their bosses, their own. So, so that's it's, what it's uh, that would be yeah. the right thing for. Yeah, I. Yeah, we have we have been through that. So post pandemic, we are you know being flexible. We are doing uh, on and off uh, from office and online as well. 
so that that is something that everybody every new joinee is also expecting that uh, we should be having a flexible hours so i agree to it i think that's the way ahead so uh, what's next what's next for you so you have been running a business successful business you have been writing books you have been you know in this uh, uh, you know you have been a speaker you have been a trainer now what what's next what's what's, what's next? the goal uh, so like i said i honestly believe in giving back i honestly believe in creating more leaders so uh, i would like to now look at um you know uh, considering the book that i've written i really want to create an impact um on leaders on business owners on entrepreneurs that you know how they should manage their team and how they should develop leaders uh, within their team so that they can be free to manage their and fulfill their passion so that's something that i would like to do i would like to uh you know become a part of a community or start a community of leaders and leaders come from different uh, backgrounds i mean they could be right. professionals they could be family business owners they could be entrepreneurs start a professionals true true but uh, the only way forward is that we build more leaders so uh if i can dedicate the rest of my life if um, to help uh, people see that and help them develop leaders that's something that i'm looking forward to and i'm also looking forward to uh, you know uh, possibly helping a lot of women entrepreneurs set up um, their initiatives so that's the second thing that i would like to look at um i find that women are so capable they are so driven um and uh, i would like to see them being independent uh, in the mind as well so the ability to take better decisions ability to manage a team and you know ability to execute a task from start to end that's the second thing that i'm uh, looking at so these are the three, uh, two things that i'm looking at that how i can give back to people and how i can share all my experience so that they can take leaps in in their lives in their businesses um, or you know in the passion that they want to fulfill yeah i completely agree and uh definitely do let me know if you need any help from my side in doing that i'll be glad to be a part of it sure absolutely yeah. i think with the uh, with the kind of work that you and your team is doing um uh, i i realized that it had so much value to an organization a task which was uh you know which is manual which takes a team um you know several hours is automated through your help the kind of dashboards and analytics that you and your team will are creating the right kind of impact the right kind of impression that we want on our clients so yes absolutely um i actually trust your team and you and the kind of work that you're doing to help us uh, as service providers uh, to you know give the right kind of information to our clients so yes absolutely thank you thank you smita ma'am and i look forward to keep doing that in coming years and maybe add more value to it uh, so i think we are almost at the end of our session um, and it has been a really insightful uh, session from you you have given a lot of tips and guys if you have anything to ask please reach out to smita ma'am on the linkedin or you can reach out to me and uh, before we wind up 
I just had, uh, you know, uh, one question about, uh, I have heard a lot of about psychometric test. So what it is and how it works. I haven't conducted any yet. Okay, great. So Hemant, uh, psychometric testing uh, is something which has been on for, for decades now. Yeah. Um, we use psychometric testing while we hire people. Now, uh, okay. when you want to hire someone, uh, you have a very limited interaction. You might have yeah. an interview, you might have two rounds or three rounds of interview. Yet, you want to know something about the person, like their personality, whether they would be able to gel with your team. You would like to know about, you know, what is the potential of that person. Okay. A psychometric test really helps you in doing that. Okay. It helps you take a faster and a quicker decision that whether this is the right person for my team. For my team. Okay. So we are in a fast-paced age. You know, someone reaches out, just puts a, um, a message on Instagram and say, "Hey, I'm hiring," and immediately they get seven replies of people who say, "Yes, I'm uh, I'm interested." But how do you decide? that you know, mm. this person is going to be the right person for my team. Okay. When you are an experienced interviewer, you judge people, you are able to uh, take a judgment call, you're able to understand, okay, this is the reason why this person might be a good fit. Uh, but many a times we need the, a tool, and a mm. psychometric test is a tool that can be used to assess a person, their personality, their potential, uh, we have psychometric tools which can even judge whether a person is the right fit to do the job that he's doing. So if you have a person in coding, right, is he the right person to do coding or is he feeling stressed? Just because that's his qualification, he's got into a job, that's the role that he wants to play. So, you know, is he feeling stressed in doing that job? The, the other thing is when you want to review, when you want to uh, promote someone as a team leader, you want to know that other than being a good worker, can this person be a great leader? So the psychometric tools help you in even assessing that. But these are tools which, which might have uh, a little bit of a bias because there are several people who can crack the psychometric test. Yes. Uh, but what we look at is that uh, we combine it with a test and we combine it with individual interaction as well. So we assist our clients, we give them a feedback before they're going to hire someone that, you know, this is how the person is, this is their background, they're doing great in a role, uh, they would be great as leaders. And that helps the client take a decision faster. Awesome. Psychometric tool is also great when someone wants to decide what career they want to take. Okay. So you might have a person who has, uh, you know, great in maths Correct. and creative. So combine those two. What are the kind of opportunities that person has, or should that person get into uh, becoming uh, a doctor or an engineer or um, a photographer? There are so many um, avenues, etc., that come across uh, from a psychometric test, and on the basis of which it helps you take a decision. So whether it's a career, whether it's to hire, whether it's to promote, so your psychometric test also helps you in knowing yourself better. So areas where you want to improve. That's something that we do for a lot of our clients, and we help them, uh, you know, 
uh, work towards the next step by doing taking up the psychometric test and helping them understand where they are and what they need to do to get where they want to be perfect perfect answer to a perfect question and uh, thank you thank you smita ma'am for sharing that and thank you so much for coming on our show i hope uh, it was good for you and uh, let's speak again soon on this absolutely himan thank you for inviting me and uh, all the best to you and your team at the great work that you're doing i uh, look forward to more interactions with you uh, and hopefully i'll be inviting you on my show as well definitely i love to do that thank you thank you, so you. Thank, you thank, thank you guys thank you for joining us we'll be ending this show now um, you know subscribe to my linkedin click on the bell and we'll be coming up with more episodes very soon thank you